0: This week on the Vintage Radio Club, the MGM Theater of the Air presents a light comedy about a small-town girl who finds romance in the world of big city publishers. It's called Three Loves Has Nancy, and to listen, join our Patreon page at vintage.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Monday's Crime Does Not Pay on The Shadow. This episode originally aired on November 23rd, 1941, and it is called The Ring of Light.
1: Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men?
2: Shadow <laughs> The thrilling Adventures of the Shadow are on the air, brought to you each week at this time by your neighborhood blue coal dealer. These dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcibly to old and young alike that crime does not pay.. On old-time sundials, a favorite motto was this: "It's later than you think." Winter has a way of sneaking up on us and striking hard at those who are unprepared. Cold weather all around us will be here any day without notice. Are you prepared? It's later than you think. Safeguard your family by ordering a supply of blue coal right now. You know, blue coal is the finest of Pennsylvania hard coal. It will keep every room in your house at a comfortable, even temperature at all times. Get in touch with your neighborhood blue coal dealer tomorrow. And listen, in a few minutes... I want to tell you about a strange and exotic token. A unique piece of jewelry that Blue Cole has for you. So listen carefully. The Shadow, the mysterious character who aids the forces of law and order, is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Several years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and powerful secret. The secret of hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so that they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama The Ring of Light.
3: I should like to review the Ganga murders for you, Miss Lane, Mr. Cranston. I assure you it will require no longer than we will take to finish this cup of tea. I'm
1: glad you left me out of that tea business, Shan. I know all I want to know about the Ganga murders. It kept me up all night
3: long. But I'm afraid you cannot know very much about the real reason for the killings, Commissioner Weston, without some knowledge of the history of the Ring of Light. It's history? Yes, Mr. Cranston.
4: Well, what about the history of the Ring of Light, Mr. Shan,
3: Many centuries ago, according to ancient legend, there was a merchant bearing this name of Gengar, who dwelt in the sacred city of Lhasa in a native Tibet. This Gengar of olden times was a good man and beloved of the gods. One night, it is told, he was returning from market to the sacred city when he was pursued by a host of his enemies mounted on horseback. Leaning across the eastern bridge to the city walls, he found the great gates of the city locked before him. In despair, he flung himself at the feet of the luminous statue of Buddha which guarded the gate. As he did so, there was the sound of thunder, and from the glowing ear of the phosphorescent image, a ring fell to the ground. Quickly, Gengar the merchant, picked it up, And the statue of Buddha miraculously spoke.
1: O Ganga, merchant of Lhasa, I have given to you this night bearing of light unto the thousandth generation that will bring good fortune and safety so long as there be no blood upon the hands of its owner. Treasure it well, O Ganga. But, great Buddha. My enemies are almost upon me. Behold, Ganga, where your enemies are crossing the eastern bridge.
2: Look well.
3: The legend has it that the vast bridge collapsed, destroying every man of Gengar's enemies.
1: <laughs> that doesn't mean much to me, does it to you, Cranston? I'm afraid it means quite a good deal, Commissioner.
4: And was this merchant the ancestor of to the modern Gengars, Mr. Sharon?
3: Yes, Miss Lane. Many centuries have passed since, bringing wealth and glory to the Gengar family, which eventually integrated to America. One of the Gengars of the present generation was my partner in the firm of Gengar and son of this city, in brought of precious gem. Our business prospered, and my partners, Mr. Gengar's son Ali, were there to many millions of dollars. All went well until one night when Mr. Genga, alone in the vault room of our huge building, heard the automatic elevator ascending. can that thing. I didn't want to be disturbed at this of all times. Yes? I wish to see Mr. Gengar. I am Mr. Gengar, young woman. No one is allowed in my vault room without credentials. I have proper credentials, Mr. Gendron. Then show them to me. What do you have, some
5: letter? No. This is my credential. You see? A revolver. A revolver. It is the only credential I can show. Oh, no. Hassan, help me, please! Your servant Hassan is on the first floor. He wouldn't even
3: hear a pistol shot. I see you're aware of that. Well, what is it you want? The key to your vault. I rather thought so. And if I refuse? The key, Gengar. You're a most determined young woman. I am. Then here, take it by all means. Take it. You're very gracious. Now to
5: proceed with your boat. Of course. How calmly you accept this, Mr. Gengar. Ah.
3: My jewels, dear lady, are in the left-hand compartment.
5: I know that. But my interest happens to be in this very ordinary copper box right here. No. No, that you cannot touch. Really? I will not let you have the ring of light. I shouldn't be rash if I were you. I have nothing to lose by killing you, you know. I only know you cannot have what that box contains. Sorry, but I must, Mr. Gengar. Your life, Mr. Gengar, for this copper box. (laughs) Of course, you didn't really give your life for this silly box. You died for the ring of light, the chicken. It, can... it? No. No, this can't be. Gengar. Gengar, don't die. No. No, you're dying for nothing. The ring of light, it's... It's gone. Mm-hmm.
3: of the story of the Ring of Light, you remember, Mr. Cranston?
2: Very
1: well, Mr. Sherman. Well, he should. He and Miss Lane came to my office, and Miss Lane was saying...
4: Mr. Weston, I don't give a hang if your criminals have a new union and are working in 24-hour shifts. We are all three going to the theater tonight. No,
1: no, Margot. No? The commissioner is a very busy man. That's right, Lamont. I am a... Oh, I see. You're being smart, huh? Well, let me tell you, every time I try to leave this office early, somebody knocks on the door. But it never happens when you two are around. But
4: someone just did knock on the door, Commissioner. Just
1: there. a minute. I was talking to Mr. Cranston before you entered. wait a second. I thought I heard a knock on the door. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> Commissioner Weston, is he in here? Yes, he's in here. Matter of fact, I'm Weston. I am Ali Genga. The small world. My father you have heard of, I think. He was Mr. Genga of Genga and son. Was? Isn't Mr. Genga still in business? My father is gone. Gone. Dead? I do not know, but last evening he vanished from the ballroom of our building. Vanished? Did you say vanished? Yes. His old servant, Hassan, phoned to me the news this morning. He phoned to you the news, did he? Well, that's just great. And where was his partner, Mr. Chan, all this time? Mr.
3: Shan has been for some time ill in his home in the mountains. Well, was anything stolen?
1: Yes. There was
3: something stolen. What was it? It, it is difficult to say. I should like this kept in strictest confidence. You see, my father was in
1: possession of a ring. Who slammed that door? The lights have gone out. Stay where you are, everybody. Don't move an inch. Come on. Look there against the window. What is it? Why, it's a perfect circle of light. Look out, Weston. What was that? We'll need the lights to see. Look, it's a knife.
4: Picking up in your desk.
1: There is a note pinned to it. Could I see what it says? We'll all see. Yeah. Listen to this, Weston. Yeah. It says, let those with blood on their hands remain silent. That's strange.
3: It is most strange. I must go to the Genghis Shan building immediately. It is most important that I reach my father's vault room as quickly as possible. <laughs>
4: magnificent
1: lobby. Well, lobby or no lobby, that young guy, Ali, is keeping us waiting down here a long time, isn't he? Well, I don't I know. He beg may your me... pardon. My name is Hassan, servant to the House of Gengar for many years. Young Master Ali will be down from the vault room presently. Oh, yes, of course. Hmm. Thank you. Oh, Hassan, you were Ali's father's devoted servant. You must know something about his disappearance. This alone, I can say. Even in this far-off land... The hand of the Buddha of Lhasa has stuck. What is that? Sounds like young Ali. Let's get up there. Something tells me that that boardroom is a very unhealthy place right at this moment. So this is the ballroom. Where is he?
4: Yes, where is Allie Lamont? The room's empty.
1: Who's he was here right enough, but... What is it, Cranston? Look. Over there in the shadows by the vault. Body, master, master. Is it Ali? If it is, he's aged thirty years since he left us downstairs. Oh, look, look. It isn't Ali, is it, Hassan? No, it is Mr. Gengar, Ali's father. He who vanished has returned. Returned, with a bullet in his heart. Hassan. Yes. Open this vault. No, master. No, want me to open vault? Take the keys off the dead man's watch chain and open it. Open the vault. All right. But you have heard my warning. Look, who is it? This time it's the Sun Alley, all right. They've killed him too, Weston. I had an idea there'd be something in this ward worth seeing. (laughs)
2: Our play will continue. Meanwhile, here's the information I promised you about the strange and exotic talisman that Blue Cole has for you. It's a replica of the mystic ring that plays so large a part in today's story. There are many strange and fascinating things about this ring. To begin with, it is not gold or silver as ordinary rings are. It is white. In India, white is considered a sacred color. The rare white elephant is worshipped in India. Mysterious power is said to reside in things white. Certainly, when you see this ring, you'll agree there is something uncanny about it. You'll say that because you'll soon discover that this ring is greedy for light. Like the wild jungle orchid that eats live meat, this ring sucks up the living light. It holds the light and glows in the dark with a weird and ghostly radiance. Yes, you actually can see in the dark with this ring when it's gorged with light. Now listen, here's how to get one for yourself. Simply send ten cents in coin, one dime, to the Shadow, Post Office Box 5, Madison Square Station, New York City, New York. Include on a slip of paper the words Mystic Ring, M-Y-S-T-I-C, Mystic Ring. And also, of course, your name and address in full. Be sure to print or write your name and address clearly, so it will be easy to read. Drop the envelope in the mail, and soon you'll have a mystic light eating ring for yourself. Take care of that today, because the supply of rings is limited. Now, back to the shadow.
1: Hassan, no stay. He'll stay here. Mr. Kinga come back dead. Now, young Master Ali is dead too. Mr. Shan will be next. Outside is a You know, stay. Wait a minute, you. Outside. Let it go, Weston. You won't go far. Look at this, Weston. The killer used a knife this time. What about it? Nothing. Except it's a perfect match of the dagger that was sticking in your desk. What? Look it over. I'd like to wander around a bit. Come on. Oh, yes, Margo? Look
4: at this. I found it over there in the corner. It's a girl's handkerchief.
1: Girl's handkerchief. Yes. Yeah. Well, let me see that, Muggle.
4: It's monogrammed too. You see, K-I. K-I.
1: Now, I wonder. What's that? What the I? I smell something burning. Listen. That's fire, all right. we better get out of here. Just a minute, Weston. Whoever set that fire doesn't want us to find something in this room. We've got to work fast. But we can't let them scare us away. Weston, sometimes I... Uh, Say, what's this? What? Letter in Alley's billfold. Destinates, Kara Ilta, 421 North Red Road. Cara Ilta, eh? That would be our initials K.I.
4: Oh, the light is breaking through. And so
1: is the fire, Miss Lane. I tell you, we're going to get out of here. All right. You two leave by the fire escape. I'll meet you in the car. What are you going to do? I think our friend Hassan is still in this building. And if he is, we two have something to talk over. This is Hassan speaking. I am phoning you from your building, Mr. Shan. It is on fire. Yes, on fire. There is nothing you can do to save it. And I can tell you all you want to know about it. Yes. Hit me at 421 Northset Road in one hour. Is yes, that right, Mr. good Goodbye, Mr. Shan. <laughs> now, if nothing goes wrong, you will soon... <laughs> what was that? It is the shadow, Hassan. I'm standing beside you, invisible to your eyes. Why,
2: Why have you come to Hassan?
1: To get the truth from you.
2: Uh, I know nothing, nothing.
1: You know there was a woman here on the night old Mr. Gengar was murdered. Don't you, Hassan? Answer me. Uh, yes, this much I know. And her name was Kara Iltat. Who is Kara Iltat, Hassan? I, I do not know. Let me go. The flames are spreading. Let me get out of here. I set this fire to get Mr. Cranston and Weston and Miss Lane out of the building, but it will get me and you two boys if we don't hurry. The fire is spreading, but you will not leave until I have the truth. Tell me, Hassan. I will tell you. I will tell. Kara Iltat was secretly engaged to young Master Ali Ganga, but. His father knew nothing of her. She came here the day of the murder. She paid me well to let her up to the vault room. And when she came down, she left orders with me to set fire to this building if the police ever tried to examine that room upstairs. That is all. All I know. I see. You have kept it from the law, Hassan. I warn you that the shadow will be watching you. I must go now. I will let you escape from the fire you set. But next time,
3: Hassan... You
4: will not escape. Where are we, Lamont? Look at the towers on that house. It's like a palace out of the Arabian Nights.
1: It's 421 North Set Road, Margot, and I only hope we won't be too sorry we came. Come on, help me. I think we're creating a wonderful yarn to spin to our grandchildren.
4: (laughs) But well, you have to keep alive, you know, to have grandchildren.
1: We'll see if we can manage to do that, my lady. Say. Look at this. Ah, the door was open. I'm not too sure I like that, but in we go. It's pitch dark in here.
4: I've got a feeling something's watching every move we make.
1: What's that? Someone's in trouble. Where's it coming from? This way. Come on, follow me. <laughs> Come on, look. The lights have gone on. What
4: was that, laughing? <laughs>
1: seems we're in a small room without a sign of a window. Look, those copper doors are closing. we got better get out of here. Uh, it's a little late now. It's as if we're trapped.
5: You are trapped, my friend. Look. Down that little balcony. Oh,
1: yes. Miss Kara Ilkut, I believe.
5: I am Miss Ilkut. If I'm not too hospitable, you must understand it's because I'm concerned in a rather dangerous business. I murdered Mr. Gengar. You see, I'm in love with his stepson, Ali. Stepson? Yes. Ali is his stepson And old Gengar was not too fond of him As a matter of fact He was going to leave his most priceless possession To his business partner, Mr. Shan Because he distrusted Ali That is why it was necessary to rob him And as it happened uh, To kill him in the process. And now for Ali's sake It is necessary to kill you Oh, the morning. Easy, Mondo. It will be a painful death But the most convenient I can afford you just now Ah, you'll never get away with it Oh, yes, I will It will be quite simple, you know Beneath the floor on which you're standing is a vat, brimful of boiling water. It is an old Tibetan way of ridding the world of troublesome people. No, you wouldn't. I tell you, I will. See, all I need to do is pull this lever.
1: Come on. Come on, the floor is opening. Come on.
5: Come on. <laughs> That's what the <this laughs> What are we going
1: to do, Lamont? Wait a minute. The floor is opening slowly. Keep backing away from the opening. I think I've got an idea. What's that? She evidently hasn't heard what happened to Allie. Mm-hmm. Have you got that letter, Winston? Yes, yes, I've yes. heard Give it to me. Miss Hildegard. Miss It'll
5: do you no know good to plead with me. You must die.
1: I know you don't mind boiling us alive, but I don't think you'd want to boil Allie's last words with us, would you?
5: Allie's last words?
1: This letter. It was found on his dead body.
5: Dead? Wait, I've stopped the machinery. There. Now listen to me. I have a gun in here. I'll come down outside and open the door. You can hand the letter out to me. If you try to leave that room, I'll shoot you as surely as I killed old Gengar. Do you understand?
2: We understand, Miss
1: Hilton.
5: Hand me the letter. I will not open the door another inch. You hear me, Amaya? Where is the letter?
1: I'll take that gun, oh, grab it, Oh, no, not quite as
5: freaky as all that. Right. she's getting away. I
1: don't think she'll get too far. Unless I'm badly mistaken, she still has another victim to deal with before she leaves this house. And we've got to stop her, Clamp. Just as fast as we can. Oh. Uh, where'd that come from? Oh. Up there from the tower to the house. Someone's an agony. Oh. I think I see it all now. Weston. Yes? I want you to stay here with Margo for a few moments. While I see what occupies our murdering lady friend.
5: No, let me live. Don't kill me. Hold him, Hassan. He will us. Get
3: away, Mascara.
5: Mr. Gengar was very fond of you, wasn't he, Shan? I knew when I opened the copper box and found the ring missing that Ali's father had already given it to you. It was mine by right. Gengar wanted me to have it. That doesn't interest me, Shan. Ali is dead now. And I will take from you the thing you wanted if I have to kill us all.
3: It was very clever of you to have Hassan trick me
5: into coming here. I think so. And now, where is the ring, Shan? You shall never learn from me. Mr. Shan doesn't believe that we'll throw him from this tower. He doesn't believe it, Hassan. Uh, Pull him over to the ledge. Yes, Miss Kara. Come
1: over the ledge. uh,
5: Help. Help. Obey me, Hassan. Yes, Miss Kara. I try. I try. But he's Uh, an old man. Surely you could push him over. I cannot move him.
1: It is as if someone is holding him. There is nothing I can do.
5: Someone were holding him.
1: Someone does hold him, Carail Tato. <laughs> the, <freak. laughs> the shadow. Your days of murder are over. And you, Hassan, I warned you once. Now you will pay for your crime.
2: No. No. It was she. You lied. She made me do it. She made me do her bidding. She would have had me throw all to his death, but you came in time.
1: And now, now she goes off the tower. She would have had Shango. Of... No. Oh. No, Hassan, stop. <laughs>
3: So my life was saved, and Hassan is now imprisoned on charge of murder. There, I told you it would not take long to tell my story. And you will see, we have scarcely finished our cup of tea. But still, still I don't understand who killed poor Ollie. That is very easily explained, Miss Lane. Yes,
1: yes, very easily. By the way, Mr. Shan, your drawing room is quite charming. But I think it rather spoils the symmetry to have those two daggers missing from the weapon rack over the fireplace.
3: You know where those two daggers are, don't you, Mr. Cranston? Yes.
1: One of them is sticking in Weston's desk, where you threw it to warn Allie not to report the theft of the ring to the police. The other? It couldn't be sticking in Allie's back, that other one, could it?
3: You? You killed him, Mr. Schein? Yes, Miss Lane, I killed him. And now, Mr. Cranston, will you switch off the light? No tricks, now. There will be no tricks. There, Mr. Schein. Thank you. Please, now, will you open the door of the little shrine on the table? Yes, Mr. Schein. The ring of light. So oh, it is. Yes, the gift of Buddha to the house of Gengar. It was mine by right. But I realized that Al would never let me keep his father's gift in peace, so I killed him. When I opened the vault to put his body in it, I found my partner there shot to death. And I was content that I had killed the evil son who had plotted old Gengar's murder with Kara in It was still murder you committed, Mr. Shan. You know that? Oh, yes, I know. I did it to keep the ring. But, the ways of Buddha are wise, Mr. Cranston. Too late did I remember the legend.
4: What do you mean, Mr. Shan?
3: The ring is in my possession. But it will bring me no good fortune. I own the ring. But there is blood on my hands. I am lost according to the words of Buddha. You know what the police will do to you for this, Shan. No. I have already paid for my sins, Weston. Your cups of tea were not as mine. Mine has the poisonous smell of bitter almonds. The smell of plastic acid. I will account only to my ancestors, Commissioner.
1: Turn on those lights. Mr. Charm. Mr. Charm. He's dead, Weston.
4: And he's smiling at the ring of light. Now, you see, Commissioner Weston, you couldn't have understood the Gengar murders without... Knowing about the power of this ring of light, could you?
1: Oh, power, poppycock. Where's the confounded thing now? Lamont is the custodian of the ring at the moment, I think, Commissioner. Well, give it to me, Cranston. I'm going to throw it out of the window. It's caused me enough trouble tonight. Well, I'm not so sure i do that, Commissioner. It might be... <laughs> From now on, we're living on
4: borrowed time, eh, Commissioner?
1: How did we ever come through that one alive? Now, don't go making something out of it. Why,
4: well, I'd have sworn there wasn't room for two cars to pass each other back there. All
1: it? right, all right. We we're both doing around 50, Weston. Maybe the Ring of Light saved no, it from now. don't start any of that stuff well, around. But Commissioner, didn't you notice what was in that other car? Oh,
4: he couldn't have, Lamont. Otherwise, he well, didn't... What
1: was it? A ghost? No, Commissioner. It was a woman driver. A woman driver?
4: Uh-huh. By the way, here's the ring of light, Commissioner. Do you want to throw it away?
1: Uh, Well, uh, you you know, it's a pretty little thing. It doesn't take up any room, does it? And uh, besides, I could use a little luck when I try to explain to the missus why I've been out all night.
2: (laughs) (laughs) In a moment, we'll bring you again the easy directions for getting a mystic ring. So have paper and pencil ready. First, I know you'll be interested in hearing from Blue Coal's distinguished home heating expert, John Buckley. Mr. Buckley. Thank you. Friends, the other day I ran into a chap I know, and he was somewhat
1: annoyed with me. He said, why do you keep insisting it's so easy to operate a furnace? Probably isn't the hardest thing in the world, but it certainly isn't easy. (laughs) Well... That only shows that even your friends don't always listen carefully to what you say. I say it's easy to operate a furnace if you know how. Now, that latter part is very important. For example, in the changeable weather we're having now, it's a nuisance to have to run down to the basement constantly to adjust the furnace dampers. Well, all that trouble is eliminated when you have an automatic blue cold heat regulator. As easy to operate as snapping a light switch automatically opens and closes the dampers on your furnace and keeps every room at an even temperature at all times. Now here's my suggestion. Get in touch with your neighborhood blue coal dealer tomorrow. Ask him to send a John Barkley trained serviceman to your home to demonstrate correct furnace operation for you at no charge, no obligation. Your neighborhood dealer is listed under the words blue coal in the yellow section of your classified phone directory. Call in tomorrow. Thank you.
2: The character's names, places, and plot of today's story are fictitious, And in similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. The mysterious east beckons to you. Here is your chance to get the mystic white ring that has the secret power of retaining light. Once this ring is held near a bright light, it absorbs part of the radiance, and afterward, in the dark... It shines with a grim, eerie glow. Get one of these rings for yourself by sending 10 cents in coin to The Shadow, Post Office Box 5, Madison Square Station, New York City, New York. Be sure to include your name and address, printed or written clearly. Do this at once, because the supply is strictly limited. Send one dime in an envelope with your name and address and the words Mystic, M-Y-S-T-I-C, Mystic Ring, to The Shadow. Post Office Box 5, Madison Square Station, New York City, New York. Do that today. This ring will be a bond between you and the shadow who says...
1: The weed of crime bears bitter fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow (laughs) knows...
2: Next week, same time, same station, your friendly Blue Coal Dealer brings you another strange and thrilling adventure in the shadow's daring battle against the forces of evil. Be sure to listen, and be sure to phone your neighborhood Blue Coal Dealer for greater heating comfort at less cost. Remember, keep the home fires burning with Blue Coal. Today's program is based on a story copyrighted by the dl Coal Company, producers of Blue Coal.
0: You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. You know, for me, anytime a story includes elements of the Orient, it seems to add a sense of mystery and wonder. The artifacts always seem mystical because they have a story associated with them. It's a rich culture that I have always been fascinated with. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow we'll be playing a new episode of Our Miss Brooks and join us back next Monday for some more with The Shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off.